That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Toss a coin to your Witcher, oh Valley of Plenty. There's a reference that I I understand is a reference, but I don't understand. What's the it money they use? I don't know. Like, coin. They just dur- say coin. It's like Durnin or no, no. There's a word. I don't know. I didn't pay that. I have thoughts about that show. We can talk about that. At a I later do time. too. They need to stop switching between old times and new times. Oh, don't language. get me started on that shit. That's the language is so inconsistent; oh, it's infuriating. Uh, the next statement is going to be a little controversial, and if you think it's controversial, you can just turn the show right off. It is not only a new year; it is a new decade. Yay! And who because of that, contra- who would think that's controversial? Is that a thing? People are fighting about this decade. Not people a decade are because you Why? don't be because. 10 the the number 10 is the end of the first set of units not it's not a, a start of a second set that like it starts again at 11 not see what i'm but, saying but, but all we care about is that it has been 10 years and 10 years is a decade doesn't matter when we started counting <laughs> you're, right, you're right it's a decade it's a new decade it's every year is the beginning of a new of a, decade exactly i mean yes. technically technically that's you're right but that's dumb anyway hence the controversy but being Brian Thornton, uh, being lit by fireworks and and the leftover remnants of, of champagne being thrown off the desk, he has craftily put together this month's blockbuster for January 2020. My New Year's Eve was extremely different from what you think it was. Brian, sitting on the couch, going, babe, it's it's midnight, wake up. Babe, babe, it's midnight. No, no, go. no, that was reversed. I was the one who was asleep. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. So, Brian, being that this is uh, this is your segment, take it away. Normally, January is the dumping ground for uh, most studios, but I'm kind of feeling pretty positive about a couple things coming out in January. Still looks like mostly a dumping ground. Yeah, it's pretty much a dumping ground. One of the things I am not really positive about is the grudge that is out currently. It's uh, not that I have a grudge, the movie The Grudge. Is it like a reboot? It is not... Because we already have a movie called The Grudge. Yes, we do already have a and movie called The Grudge. We about- also have a movie called The Grudge too. But the thing about The Grudge is yeah. that all the movies are happening at the same time. And they're just happening to different people. Right. So technically a reboot, but not a reboot because it's happening at the same time as the Sarah Michelle Gellar one. So and it's the same ghost. So it's technically The Grudge three, but the name is just The Grudge. So the but technology the is happening way better. At the I same time with these I don't people. know. I, didn't, I, I haven't seen any smartphones in the trailer. Have you? I'm just saying. You'd have to assume. Probably not. Maybe they all use flip phones. CJ, I need you to watch this and tell me how inconsistent it is since it's happening at the same time as a 2004. <laughs> yes, that, that'll be my goal. By the way, it's never going to happen. But uh, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Maybe they're all using Motorola razors. I mean, the foldable would, ones, though. They're, they're in the 2020 ones where they fold. I. Uh, there's going to be no selling me on this movie. Yeah, there's no I way I've seen this. wasn't trying to sell you on it. Another movie that I'm not going to try to sell you on is January 10th. Like a Boss comes out with uh, Rose Byrne and 
Selma Hayek and Tiffany Haddish and like a boss. Yeah, you said that movie. You said that you said the word wrong. Like a boss. It's like it's a B A W S S S mouse. Like hard pass. Yeah, because no way, no amount of of pleading will make me go see this movie. Yeah, this this movie might as well have Kristen Wiig in it. How how hard I'm gonna avoid it. Kristen Wiig and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But I am interested in the third movie of the month, Brian. You mean 1917? Also, yes, no. sir. Nope. Ah. Ah. It's not <laughs> a theater movie. I'm pretty sure when we talked about the trailer. It's like the lead guy movie. is Tom and Baratheon. Why do I care? Like, I, don't, I don't care about the actors. I care about the way that they're making and showing this care about the actors in a movie. He, no, he, he he's saying that that's not the reason he's going to plunk down his money, but and that's a completely viable statement to say. But I don't think the filmmaking is going to save this movie. It, it is. I've heard mixed things about it. I'm, I'm interested mixed in the premise. And I'm, not rushing I'm interested out to the in the, the way it was shot. And and uh, honestly, I, I'm fine with unknown people being the the leads of a movie. I, I'm there for what the movie wants to do, not not the people in the movie. I, 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 so I'm interested in this. I want well, to see this. Mark Strong, Andrew Scott, Colin Firth, and 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 Crumpty Bunk Slapty Back will not be able to save this movie. They're also going to be in three minutes apiece. Right. They'll have a total screen time of 15 minutes. Right, but they have... Okay, fine. Yes. And this is a continuity thing for me, too, where I get to watch it and be like, ooh, because it's all supposed to be one cut, quote-unquote. Yeah, but there's edits. But it's dumping around. How dare you? Anyway. All right, moving on to some movies that uh, uh, I, myself, and I know Josh is interested in at least uh, one of the the next couple. It's not Doolittle, I'll tell you that much. I'm interested in Doolittle. Josh is not interested in Doolittle. I'm worried... The Doolittle is a January movie, and they're either just like, "There's no other good movies to to take its speed to take its heat. We'll be fine," or they're like, "You know, I mean, we'll put a lot of star power in it, but it's a January movie, and I don't know where it lies. I want to like this, but I'm very fearful of this movie just being crap." I think I've been pretty uh, straightforward about my feelings on Robert Downey Jr., and that is all I will say. About I'm kind of just hoping this is uh, Sherlock Holmes three. <laughs> it, it's 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 all a joke. He wakes up halfway through the movie. My God, I've been having a dream. I was just a little. That was a terrible accent. I wasn't. Do you want me to try one? I was just doing no. a thing. No, I, I, I didn't like the thing. Anyway, January 17th as well has uh, Bad Boys for Life coming out, which I did not realize was a January movie either. I thought this was some like later. No, it 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 it, it looks like a January movie. It's been, it's been <laughs> what, 17 years since Bad Boys 2? Yeah. Mm, probably less than that. Bad Boys 2 was released in 2003. 2000, huh? Three? 2003. It's too long. 17 years. I mean, Will Smith's still up for it, but oh. uh, Martin Lawrence is not. And Martin it, Lawrence is just there for comedic effect. He, he's he's not there to do the, the big action scenes. Right, but this is going to be his last one. They're going to pass it off to Will Smith and this young group. And, and I doubt and they'll pass it off to Will Smith. I would not be surprised if Will Smith is done after this. Oh, I think Will Smith becomes the captain in this movie. Oh, no. After I think this he's is a, done. Uh, he's in charge. He yeah. runs the group. He's captain not there. Mike Lowry. He's not there shooting up the, the things, but he's there going, damn it, guys. We have a budget. And like you'll be yelling at people. That, that's so all no more, doing. no more Joey Pants? No. You don't think he dies in this movie saving Martin Lawrence? I hope not. I think he does. I think he dies in this movie saving Martin Lawrence and Martin Lawrence, if anything, becomes the captain. Tune in to see if we're right. Or text 555-555-555-555 to Squid. 
I think that's too many numbers. Uh, yes, it was. Anyway, it will apply to another galaxy. We, we can argue back and forth about what we think about Bad Boys for Life. But uh, January 24th, The Gentleman comes out. Yes. I'm pretty sure Josh is in, interested in this. Guy Ritchie. Even though it has Matthew McConaughey in it. Guy Ritchie. <laughs> but, but Matthew McConaughey. But Guy Matthew McConaughey. Ritchie. It also has Charlie, Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam in Charlie it. Charlie so. Hunnam. Yeah, there, there's that. And Matthew McConaughey. Guy Ritchie. Right. Also coming out that day, if you're in for a little uh, crappy horror movie, is The Turning. Nobody is. No, thank you. And what are we turning? On. What are we turning? I don't know. Okay. It's got, uh, doesn't it have Finn Wolfhard in it? It does have Finn Wolfhard. I'm pretty sure it's got uh, Deborah Ann Wall in it, too, maybe? That's not enough for me to. Anyway, then rounding out this wonderful January is the rhythm section starring Blake Lively. And it's on this list because Blake Lively. Uh, I, don't I know, know, but like, I don't know what, what this movie's going to be. I kind of want to see it because it seems like a femme fatale movie. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's a revenge. It's a revenge movie, right? It's a good revenge movie, yes. But I, I, I also don't know Blake Lively as revenge movie. No, I, I mean, I mean Blake Lively, but I'm with you. I don't know that Peppermint, but. <laughs> Right. Forgot it is Peppermint. Well, remember, Josh, you enjoyed Peppermint. I did, oh, but only Peppermint. because of the genre of movie. So, so you I, should I'll, enjoy this because I of should. the genre of movie. I should. But she's doing like a really shitty accent the whole time. Yes. It's not that good. It was always as good as my Sherlock Holmes I did earlier. It's not that good. I didn't pay attention to the accent. My bad. The the writer has done nothing. Ooh, that's director. why. What's the runtime? What's the runtime? Uh, the director, well, she's, you know, she's done some stuff. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. Um, Runtime. Under 90. 109. That's an hour 40. So decent runtime. All right. Hour, almost an hour 50, some would say. <laughs> nope. Some would say an hour 40. All right. I round down, Josh. You round down from nine to, right. to zero. <laughs> to zero. Yeah. You know what? That's almost well, as ridiculous as some of the shit you said last week about our next topic. <laughs> all right. I gave you Wolverine. Shut your mouth. No, don't give me that. <laughs> all right. Crap. All right. 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 Now, ladies. Andre 3000. Calm down. We'll break it down for just a few seconds here. So maybe break it down for nothing. All right. Let's get into this one here. Let's talk about the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but really, guys, it's just affecting Brian this week because uh, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! I have been given uh, a sweeping declaration, a new rule, dare I say, uh, for this fine program, Joshua Burns. I was uh, I was told, hey, listen, if, if you're going to do a Cape Talk, you, Sejota Melon, uh, are not uh, a Cape Talk expert. Therefore, you be quiet during the Cape Talk section, to which I said, hey, that's uh, legitimate. Well, to be fair, to be fair. No, you can't to be I fair can. yourself. I, I to be fair myself. You can't. Uh, but to be fair, uh, it was in the show notes. Right. So had there been objections, these are things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. So s- sweeping declaration for the show that when Brian is away, we will wait for Cape Talk topics for Brian to come back. Just so we can avoid what's about to happen right now. Just just so that no one else's opinion ever be heard <laughs> without Brian being able to, like, I don't know, rebuke me? Uh, pretty much, because I can't hold you in check for this stuff. I'm just making it up as a go, man. I'm just making it up as a go. Uh, so he's had a week 
to prepare remarks to whatever he was pissed off about. We're, we're, we're talking about Brian abstractly because for some reason he has walked away. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He has. He's fucked off. So, ladies and gentlemen, sweeping declaration uh, done. Therefore, I will now open the floor to a topic that may be familiar to you if you listened last week. The 11 superheroes who define the decade on screen from Iron Man to one of the Watchmen. Uh, I'm checking my notes here. Jimmy? Yeah, okay. Brian Thornton, I believe it's called. Yes, that's how it's pronounced. It. Yes. You it, had the floor? It? I mean, it all of a sudden? Well, your name. Yeah, is that how you say it? First and foremost, what was the sweeping declaration? I was saying. When you're not here, there's no Cape Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? Because you guys say the stupidest shit, and no one's here to correct you. Josh, I love you. You're a hypocrite. How so? In one breath, you're telling me that Stephen Amell shouldn't be on this list because the argument of he started the entire CW uh, television universe for DC doesn't hold water. And then you try to say to CJ that Daredevil should be on here because he started the whole Netflix universe for Marvel. That is the utmost hypocritical thing. I don't, I don't think, I don't think arrow is, is what drew people to that at all. It absolutely is. I disagree. No, I don't, you can disagree. Arrow's a flop without flash. That's not true at all. Arrow had two whole seasons, very successful seasons before the flash started. Flash actually made his debut on arrow i'm aware of that i watched it back then i i agree with you that flash is a better show but when we're talking about influential shows and 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 heroes of the decade it started with green arrow he deserves a spot on here regardless of how much you hate Stephen amell i don't hate Stephen amell i will say this flash should be on here or, or grant gustin should be on here because where Green Arrow may be the progenitor, Flash perfected the formula. And that's did definitely help with shows like Supergirl and Legends and Black Lightning and Batwoman, I guess. But you don't get there without Green Arrow. He absolutely deserves a, a spot on this list. Other than that, I agree with everybody else on this list. All right. I'm going to take one second, though, and clear up one thing you just said, because I am going to cry foul on it. He never said he hated Stephen Amell. Like, like he. he oh, never... I know he didn't say it. I just know Josh. No, I don't hate Stephen Amell. Mm. I don't hold that. To and I true. don't. And I don't hate Arrow. Now that mm. I don't believe. I don't. I, don't. I, I will Arrow. agree with you. That's. I don't think Sister Knight should be on here. I think if we're talking about eleven most influential shows, Watchmen should be on here. But if we're talking about influential heroes or what's the headline? Superheroes. Yeah, super. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think Sister Night. She doesn't qualify as a super. I mean, what did you yeah. think about the inclusion of Aqua Aquaman with Jason Momoa? Like, did you think that holds yeah, water? You just for, said for you this? agreed with the rest of the list. I think that's horseshit. I don't. I don't agree with Aquaman. Well, I'll, then, I'll give you that. Then you're a hypocrite. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I misspoke. <laughs> There's a difference between misspeaking and directly conflicting things. That I you don't. Just said. I, look, you are more, in fact is a Netflix hypocrite, more sir. influential than CW? Yes. Mm, that, that, it is. We're not, we're, but we're not arguing networks. We're arguing no, heroes. But the, the, the article is which about is a heroes. better platform to introduce the heroes to a generation of people. Which, I don't think that's. I don't think that's okay. Relevant. No, no, no. I'll play this game because okay. if you want to sit here and say uh, Netflix is more influential, fine. You're whatever. Daredevil spawned four other shows: Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Punisher. Correct and Defenders. Defenders is a that Defenders is, a, is, a, is an amalgamation of those shows. You, you, you can't give me Defenders. He, he influenced four shows. 
Arrow influenced. No. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Yes. Just the one. Fla- nope. Really. Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, um, Black Lightning. So I've already got one show up on you. Arrow may have influenced And Flash. that's not including the Flash, two other shows that are about to come According to out. you, enabled, like, paved the way for the rest of the Berlantiverse. It wasn't Arrow. It doesn't matter because you don't get you there without said Arrow. It. I you didn't don't, say it. I said you don't get there without Arrow. You said it. You don't get there without Arrow. You don't get the Flash without Arrow. You don't get anywhere else without Flash. I, you said that. I, That's what you I said. I said Flash perfected the formula. I didn't and say you wouldn't have these the, shows. Paving the way for I said Arrow blah, was blah, the progenitor. Blah, blah. Oh, and I guess Batwoman Which means too. it's the parent of all of these shows. I, no, Those I, were I, my exact I'm words. a walking fucking thesaurus. I don't, I don't need the definition. I know you I'm are. saying what you just said. I said Flash perfected the formula, which helped with shows like Supergirl and uh-huh. Legends. I didn't say Flash is the reason you we have You cited shows. those shows after Flash as Flash made these possible. That's Oh, and that, Batwoman too. That is not what I said. i roll s- that back. Yeah, you can go ahead and roll it back, but I said that Arrow is the, the father of all of these shows and Flash perfected the formula, which did, again, the formula works because Flash got it right. Okay, okay, the gauntlet has been thrown. Jimmy, please roll back the tape. Where Green Arrow may be the progenitor, Flash perfected the formula. And that's did definitely help with shows like Supergirl and Legends and Black Lightning and Batwoman, I guess. But you don't get there without Green Arrow. He absolutely deserves a, a spot on this list. All right. Now, regardless of what network is influential, that's not what the article is about. The article is about superheroes I that, understand that were influential. And what you just said about the different superheroes, quote unquote, on Netflix, those are those are four very different shows. Sure. They're all canceled. The whole network is canceled for as far as as far as superheroes are concerned. That's again not the point. The shows on CW are all the same thing. No, they are. I, they are. I, they they have the same formula. They I'll have. They're very that, formulaic. They're, the they're all. Thing. They're all the same thing. They're no, all, I would. I would disagree. I, with, I can't. I don't think I you disagree. put Black Lightning and the Flash even in the same. They're formulaic. You, you can't they, sit there. But that's like saying Law and Order is the same thing as ER. Those are formulaic shows as well. They have a very similar formula. That's like saying House is the same as Grey's Anatomy. It's not. Just because they have the same formula doesn't mean they're the same show. And they deal with different things, different characters, different ways, completely different just, you know, moralities and things like that and, and, and film styles and things like that. And you're right. Daredevil and Iron Fist are, are not the same show, but they aren't exactly supposed to be the same show. The Netflix model is not the cable network model. The Netflix I, model enables you to do I know. I wildly just different that. shows. I just said that. I get that. But I'm trying to sit. I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that's, that. That's I'm why I'm not a hypocrite. Is what I'm saying because it it was absolutely a different thing. And Stephen Amell did like nobody would be watching this shit if it weren't for the Flash. That's it not just, true. You wouldn't have continued. You it, without the Flash, you would not have continued. That's not I true. I think we made the point though that the third season of Arrow was kind of on a decline. Right? The second season of Arrow was not very good. Second season and, of Arrow was great. I think you're and, mixing and up your seasons. Having, and having the crossover, though, with The Flash, 
I think is what gave it its third season. Okay, no. First and foremost, A, I think you're mixing up your seasons. The second season of Arrow is probably the best season of Arrow, first off. I thought the third one was better. Was that the one where he's on the island? Second season of Arrow is with Deathstroke. Third on the season island, of Arrow right? was, well, I mean, the first four, five a lot, seasons. There's a lot of islands on the yeah, island. No, where, island. He, where did it, when did, yeah, but like he spent a lot of time on the island season two, right? But the first three seasons flashbacking to the island. The villain in season one is Malcolm Merlin. The, the villain in season right. two is Deathstroke. The villain in season three is Damien Dark. Damien Dark is, is where you started to see a little bit of a decline. But that's neither here nor there. First and foremost, Flash season one and Arrow, like the crossovers, I don't know what crossovers you're talking about. Initially, the crossovers started happening from the get because Flash season one has an, a crossover, a two episode crossover with Arrow. With which, Arrow, yes. Which were the only two shows on at that time. Correct. And then the next seasons is when you started getting the crossovers with Supergirl and stuff like that. That's not the argument here. The argument, again, is about the influential hero and what they did. And going back to the, the Netflix stuff, Josh, those shows were planned from the beginning. They said, hey, we're doing Daredevil and we're doing these three other shows leading up to Defenders. This that's that was the plan. Arrow, that was not the plan. They didn't know how Arrow was going to turn out. They launched Arrow. They had a five season, you know, idea, hoping that it would last five seasons and didn't know that they were going to be able to start launching five or six other shows because of the success of this show. It is Do you mean they wouldn't have canceled the other four, the other three shows or four shows if Daredevil hadn't gone well? It's basically mm, the same thing. I, I mean, I don't think they would have because they were already in the middle of filming them by the time Daredevil season one dropped. I think you would have still gotten at least one season of all of them. Guaranteed. Just because that's the way the Netflix model works. So they, what I'm hearing is we could have been spared the second season of Iron Fist had it just not gone well from the beginning. I, th- I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have been, and I wouldn't be as hurt because it wouldn't have been as great of a show. Well, Iron Fist season one, like, yeah. Th- this wouldn't make me cry every single time I go on the Netflix page. There's no more Daredevil. Can you not find them there anymore? Are they officially off the platform? No, they're they're still there, but okay. it's just like there's no new ones. Because I like, still have to watch do. like, you know, Luke Cage and Iron Fist season two. and You'll have to watch Iron Fist season Jessica two. Jones season three. They'll have to watch that I didn't that even stuff. do that. I didn't even do that. You're right. I didn't even watch the third season. Was there anyone, though? Uh, so we I think we all agree Aquaman should get the hell off this list. There's no reason for him to be there, right? Uh, Ocean Sister Night. He's going on Social Sister Night, right? For the, all the reasons that we discussed already. We are going to add uh, uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil. And then are we leaving Deadpool on there? We never really came to a consensus. Like, is this is that something that we can say defined a, a, a decade? Mm, the this? first rated R superhero is pretty big deal. That's that's what uh, you're right. Okay, good. All right. Any any other additions that, that we think that need to be on this list? No, not that's springing to mind. I was just re- rereading the list. Apologies. Okay, I've said my piece. Okay, just saying. Said my piece. You guys are not allowed to talk Cape Talk anymore until <laughs> unless I'm here. That's really all it comes down to. I won't talk about tech perspective. You guys don't get to talk about Cape Talk. Well, guys, as we also remember in the world of comics, there was that hit a new take on X-Men back in April of 2018, the New Mutants. And what's that, Jimmy? I was just handing a note. Oh, I'm sorry. That movie never actually premiered, and we all thought it was dead. But we just got a a notice from the grave that uh, New Mutants will be hitting the theaters 
without any of the reshoots that apparently had taken place. And it is set to be released again April 3rd of 2020. Are we actually going to see this movie? Like, is this actually happening? Is this is this for real? Can I mark a calendar? Hey, I, I'm really glad that you took like three minutes to just get revved up and ready for that joke. That was a master at work. B, yes, I actually think you'll, they'll get it released. It'll be released. So what about the... So, Josh, what's that look? I don't... I mean, I don't care. Josh doesn't care if it gets released, but... Well, that's It true. will get released. It's already made. Why not? What the hell does Disney care? Like, okay, throw it out there, see if it makes a few bucks. It's gonna get released by Fox, though, right? I yeah, mean, it'll probably go under the Fox label banner. so that Disney can say, oh, well, oh, we wasn't do us, that. Uh, wasn't I us. don't know, wasn't mine. But yeah, I mean, trailer looked interesting. Apparently, they cut a new trailer that has yeah, yet they cut to be a new released. Trailer. Yeah, they, it's not out yet, but whatever. I'll go I, see it. I'm just, I'm really thinking about this. Uh, this movie got shelved because of how bad Dark Phoenix was being. Like just shot and received just in- internally, right? And this whole Disney merger. Well, it did it did, it did also need extensive reshoots. And as soon as Disney started putting their hands in the pot, they weren't exactly thrilled with what they saw. And then, you know, they reshot Dark Phoenix because it was too much like Captain Marvel. And then that tanked. And so and, they were like, and then they did reshoots it? for this, but then we're not going to use the reshoots. Oh no, it's going to be the original cut, which I'm fine with. I swear to God, if I hear any of you of any of you listeners demanding some other cut of this movie after it comes out. Did you hear that bullshit already with the Star Wars? I did hear that about Star Wars. But listen, again, as we covered with this stupid Snyder cut, you don't want those cuts of movies. Stop asking for them. All right, listener, I'm, li- I'm talking to you in the car or walking around the neighborhood right now. Don't you dare ask. So since we already took the time at the top of the show to talk about some movies that are coming out for 2020, let's zoom out a little bit. Go a little bit bigger. Let's talk about the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, and I have this article here. There's actually a, a two of them in the show notes. Uh, it is movies that we're pumped for in 2020. Uh, there's a few you know nerdy movies in here as well as just a few other uh, really thing, really good things coming out. But I'm curious uh, to... You know what movies are are you guys getting excited for 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 this year? Because I mean, there, there's two the the two movies for me that I really think are going to make this year. God, I hope they're good. Is Top Gun Maverick and Tenet. Dude, I uh, listen. I will Top die Gun on my Top Gun. Good. I will die on my Top. I'll Gun give you Tenet. I think Tenet's going to be fantastic. But dude, no, I Top Gun Maverick care. is going to be bad. As long as the movie is a movie, I really? will love it. This is what they put in this list. There's two. Did you get the other one too from Sci-Fi? The sci-fi ones, more more our story. Hang on. No, I'm looking at the BBC one. I also thought that something I didn't know was coming, and Josh, this is kind of in- interesting considering that we talked about Lin-Manuel Miranda's 2005 Broadway hit In the Heights. West Side Story with Ansel Elgort? Yeah, by Steven Spielberg. Nah, I don't care. Really? No, I don't, I'm not, I don't care. Spielberg, but, I don't care. Uh, okay. Right. I was also just surprised to see Ansel Elgort, which you'll know from uh, Baby Driver fame. Uh, showing up in this movie too. Uh, you know, this I, I I don't necessarily know if the the play from the 1950s uh, translates very well to a 2020 movie audience. I don't I don't think I don't think a lot of these do. The cast looks good. I just don't. Yeah, I'm just not not real not real into it. Okay, I'm way more into this list. I mean, yeah, the list is good. The sci-fi list is good. Like yeah, Eternal. The second link in the show notes. Halloween Kills, I'm on board for. I'm on board for Bill and Ted. I'm on board for Tenet. 
I'm on board for Ghostbusters Afterlife, Free Guy. Uh, uh, not so much. I'm worried about Free Guy. Black Widow, I'm in for. Antlers looks creepy AF. No, thank you. Um, I mean, I, I'm always excited for a new Bond movie, even though I don't know how this one's going to be. Mulan should be good. Quiet Place 2. I know wait a minute, wait a minute, about. wait a minute. Mulan. We're just going to, they're, they're not doing any songs for Mulan at all. It's a straight. I so? mean, I don't need to hear Donnie Osmond. But then you're going to listen for the lines like they do in the trailer. We're going to make men out of you. So I'm Ding. not worried about it. All right. Just give me the story. It's a good story. I don't need the music. The music is fun, but it's a war movie, essentially. I don't need to sing during a war movie. It's going to make 1917 just look really good when they break out in the song. Oh, yeah, totally. The musical number is totally going to be worth it. Josh, what movies are you looking forward for uh, this year of 2020? Um, Obviously, the Bond movie. I mean, No Time to Die looks really cool. There's not a ton that I'm like, holy shit. I mean, Tenet is, is going to be awesome, I think. But I don't know. I mean, Guy Ritchie. Guy yeah, Gentleman's not even on there, buddy. Right. It's not. I don't care. I'm not saying... <laughs> Well, I don't. The second list has all kinds of stupid shit. Yeah, that BBC list sucks. Uh, I like that. That that that's the one I like. The he likes the BBC. Oh, you really? like the sci-fi. I like the sci-fi list. And I like oh, to mix bro. and match the the, the that two. That sci-fi them. list is awful. Uh, well, I I did dude. think that there was an addition on to this list of movies for but 2020. Ghostbusters. You're not excited for Ghostbusters? I mean, not not really, but okay. I'll you know. When it hits iTunes, I'll see it. Yeah, I did like one of the additions for a movie that I I wasn't expecting to to get, but very happy to see, uh, which actually dropped a trailer this week as well. And Brian, if I remember correctly, was one of your movies of the decade, A Quiet Place Part 2. Yeah. uh, That we're going to get that. Now, if I also read uh, read correctly, John Krasinski is back as the director of this movie as well. So this will be his second movie. I think he wrote it, too. I think he wrote the Uh, first one as well. Yes, and he directed he, the first one. Yes. So, yeah. The, the trailer that we got, though, really kind of puts us into a different... We're going to jump back a little bit. It looks like and a little bit forward. We're mm-hmm. going to see a lot of D-Day of, of these guys hitting the planet. What were your impressions of the of the trailer that we saw? Dude, I am I am so, so on board for this movie. I, I uh, That first scene with her, like, trying to drive through the streets, and then she has to back up, and you see the thing start crawling out of the bus window. Bus. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is going to be awesome and then you know killian murphy's always good and uh jaimon hewson i i think will be interesting I, i'm sure they'll be like kind of bad ish guys right um but yeah i mean i'm i'm curious to see where we go from here considering where the the last movie ended up and you pretty much had emily blunt doing her you know badass shotgun you know kind of personality i'm i'm interested to see what more they can do with this story. Cause I thought the first one was great. I didn't need a second one. I was initially not on board for doing a sequel, but after seeing this trailer, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm, and I'm again, we're going to have to train another audience that they can't uh, eat their crunchy popcorn during the movie. <laughs> let's, let's Very keep it true. quiet. Uh, I was also interested to see that from what I could gather, part of the movie also seems to pick up immediately after the events of the first movie, the barns on fire and everything else is yeah. going on. Uh, so definitely worth. If you haven't seen a quiet place, the the, the part one, I guess now technically, uh, do yourself a favor and, and go do that. I, I I don't know if that was on your list, Josh. Did you ever get to see that movie? Nope. Okay, I don't want to spoil it too much for you, but uh, definitely good man. You'll you'll definitely appreciate it. Too. Now hang on, I'm curious. I'm curious. Is it because horror or just not interested? Yes. I mean, 
It's not very horror because I don't like horror movies at all. And this doesn't have a horror feel to it. Is it a jump scare movie? It's more of a tension builder. Yes, I would say more that more of just uneasy tension squirming in your chair, but not do like like, um, alien more like alien. The first one. No, I don't know. It's not something I'm I'm going. Don Krasinski? I hear you. All right. What if you didn't have to go out of your way? What (laughs) if I set up a screening would I have to? Would I have to? Would I have to watch it? Um, it is required to watch it. Yes, because it is a quiet place. There's not a lot of dialogue happening. Josh, this so is you do the, have to watch it. <laughs> here's the. This is literally the perfect mov- movie for you because there is no one eating in any theater when this movie is on. You don't hear anyone's lips smacking. You don't hear a. You don't hear any of that stuff. No, no gulping of sodas. Like it's Josh. I will do you one better. Theater. I'll come over. I'll bring my Blu-ray. We can set up in your kid-free zone with the TV and everything. Get your nice, you know, cranberry juice or iced tea, whatever you want. No, where you're going to plug the Blu-ray. Like, you're going to bring the player? I'll bring a player. Or, I mean, hey, you got a, you got a smart TV, right? Or Apple TV. I got Voodoo. It's on my Voodoo. I'll log into my Voodoo. And you will enjoy this is, the experience. This is nice. You guys are having a date night after your fight about comic book heroes. This was sweet. Why would you bring that up again? Did it, did it, make, it, did it make it weird? We moved past it. Shut up. I'm d- okay. Anyway, date night. Date By the way, night without the wives. Would, would really like to say uh, thank you for ease, I mean, just attempting to include me within this night. I see how. I see how that You're works. never allowed to go <laughs> anywhere. A, no, no, just a moderator to you. I, I see how this friendship works. Yes, I'm I just here to moderate. Your moderation Nothing ability. to moderate in a quiet place. I get it. Anytime I ask you to do something, the answer is no. So I just assume well, the answer is always no. I'm busy this day now, too. You made up with one of you, and now you piss me off. Anything else anyone has to add about that? I'm wondering why. Oh, uh, does anyone care about Dune? Not, I mean, I've never. Why do people love Dune so much? I, it's, it's got some sort of cult following. I've cult, never seen yeah, the original one. movie, and I've never read the books, so I can't speak to it. Okay. But sci-fi, sandworms, okay, that, I'm sure. That's fine. Great. People are just obsessed with it, and I just don't get the. I want sandworms. There's only like one sandworm. One? Maybe some people do. I I'm not speaking for the there. people wasn't, who are fans there? of Dune. Were there? Were there two in Beetlejuice? I thought there were a couple. I think there's yeah. just one. All right. Like I said, uh, do yourself a favor. Uh, come on, apparently. Come on down to the Burnsons. Watch yourself a quiet place. Um, I'm, I'm saying open invitation. Why are you, you know? inviting everybody I'm to this? Saying, this is a date day between I can and come, everybody can. That doesn't make any sense. Nah. We'll charge. We'll charge. Uh, you can't go anywhere. That's very true. All right. Well, listeners, thank you so much uh, for, for being just your loyal selves and just being just being you. Thank you. All right, listeners, if you are a member of our Patreon, you can go ahead and get an exclusive spoiler cast with Brian and I talking about about Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I know that the two of us differ heavily on this movie, so it's going to be an interesting conversation. So head over to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Join up and go ahead and get access to this amazing spoiler cast. In the meantime, thank you so much, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we'll see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. I want to I wanna address how we have a topic in here because Brian didn't get to put his two cents in about oh. it. Oh, and, God. And, like, and there's shit I'm just silent about. Like, I listen when I'm not here and I listen to the episode, I be, I'll be in my car screaming.
<laughs> but we don't ever revisit that shit. You can just tell me, man. We'll totally revisit it. You, Brian, you need, to, you need Brian, to put your fucking hand up. Brian throws a temper tantrum, and here we are. You're ridiculous. That's why we're talking about this again. Fighting the Bernstons. Please don't fight Bernstons. I haven't Bernstons. even gotten there yet. Can you at least <laughs> intro the goddamn show? Welcome, everyone, to... Oh, I was way too high. Welcome, Welcome. everyone, to... <laughs> no, I saw the spike. Welcome, everybody. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> oh boy, I'm CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns and Ryan Thornton. Yeah, you really need to redo that. Don't want to get sued. <laughs>